It's the state of Victorian greyhound racing and the stories behind the sport. This is RSN 927's Off the Leash. It sure is. Good morning, everyone. Trent Mason out with you for another edition of Off the Leash. Joining me, my partners in crime from GRV, Molly Haynes and Andrew Cobley. Good morning, team. Good morning, Trent. We've got a big uh, show to get through. Let's start off with the Hillsville Cup. We had the heats run up at Hillsville on Sunday. Some cracking fields. Um, Andrew, I'll start with you. Eight heats of the Group 3 Hillsville Cup held up the straight on Sunday. And uh, a few surprise packets, including Hot Jean, who qualified in the best time of the day. Pretty extraordinary run by Hot Jean Trent. 19.01, a couple of lengths quicker than all the other runners. And she's pretty much unheard of compared to some of the greyhounds that contested the heats. So to run... Easily the quickest heat time was a bit of a shock for trainer Johnny Barber and um, should also mention the breeder Malcolm Davis. So great effort by those guys. Paid $9.90, if you don't mind, beating Mayor Digby by three lengths. Hasten slowly ran unplaced in that race. But some other highlights throughout the heats, of course, eight heats. The winners went through to the final. Roarability had a cracking race against I Got It. So I Got It had only had the nine starts previously for eight wins. Most of those had been at Hillsville. Roarability having his first start at Hillsville, but I believe had been trialling there. Got there just on the line. It was an absolute ripping race. And Startron, well, he was exceptional. Running down Peter Galo, the reigning Shepherd and Cup winner. Peter Galo had it all before him. He looked to have the race pass it up, but Startron for Wayne Vasalo went past him. And that made uh, it his 14th win from just 26 starts. Another regular at Hillsville Startron. So that certainly paid off there. But have a listen to this, guys. A couple of really big names who are proven at Group 1 level. Cooter Mayhem, who paid $6.20 winning his heat. And Baruga Brett, who was so impressive during the recent Group 1 Maturity Classic Series. He got up at $7. So that just speaks about just what... How, uh, how much quality was in those heats on Sunday. Yeah, these country cups have been ridiculously strong of late and uh, it's going to continue with the final, of course. Let's go through the field. The box draw, Dinah Hunter has drawn the red at 480 with tab.com.au. Startron, the two at 550. Raw Ability is your favourite from box number three. Cuda Mayhem, well, if you thought it was good value in the heat, how about 14 bucks for the final? Mm-hmm. Zoom out, what a star at $7. Drawn a bit sticky in five. Six Hot Gene, 550. Seven Swift Rain at 21 and eight Baruga Brett at 650. The Reserves. Well, I got it. If it gets a run, is going to be hard to hold out. Three eighty and ten. Mayor Digby at ten dollars. Selections, Maggie. Uh, sorry, Molly. We'll start with you after you tipped up West on Augie to win the sprint final uh, last week. You get first serve. Well, I'm not sure whether I'll be be able to back up again, but I really can't go past Zoom out. I think she's so well suited to the track. I'm really shocked she. She um, didn't win her first start at Hillsville. And, look, I'm really excited to see what she can do in the final. And she's drawn in a little bit closer to the rail in the Hillsville Cup. But like you said before, if I, I got it, gets a run, I really don't think this dog can can be beaten. I think James Vandermar, I'm pretty sure it was this dog, had said that it's going to win a country cup any time. And um, if, if it gets a run here, maybe it's the Hillsville Cup. Andrew? Yeah, look, I don't mind Hot Jean. There's a bit of form for Greyhounds who were the fastest heat winner and they come out and uh, win the final at good odds. It's been happening quite a bit lately. Happened in the Cranbourne Classic and also happened in the Warrigal St. Ledger. So I'll stick with Hot Jean, the fastest heat winner, paying $5.50. All right, I'm with Baruga Brett from the eight at uh, $6.50. I'm looking forward to having a chat to Brooke Ennis, who hopefully will tell me that I'm on the money. (laughs) Okay, we have the... uh, 
the uh, the Geelong Cup, and on Friday, the last day of winter, Molly, the uh, Geelong held their winter cup. But Molly, I believe there was a change of distance this year. Yes, there was. It's usually run over the uh, their 596 metre distance at Geelong on their inside track. It is now over the 520, but Angela Langton has had her name on the race, winning the past two winter cups with the same greyhound, Wind Whistler. And um, I get to see him every Saturday morning. He's enjoying the life of retirement out at Angela's place. But she did have a runner in this year's Winter Cup, which is Art Nouveau. Unfortunately, she wasn't able to get across the line. She was defeated by red-hot favourite Not Available. He jumped well from box three, and he absolutely hit the ground running. He made a couple of lengths on the field, but it was really only a matter of margins when he was heading towards the line. Robert, um, uh, He is, of course, trained by Robert Britton, and he claimed the first prize of $10,000. I was really impressed by the run of Dinah Gertie. She's trained by the Dailies. A really strong run, but... I suppose it's to be expected when she's running over 600 metres anyway. But I really liked after um, the Geelong Winter Cup on Friday night, I spoke to handler Michael Cullen, who represented Not Available, and he was stoked being able to handle this greyhound to win the race. He said how excited he is just as a handler to be around the dog. And I think it shows how there's so many levels of greyhound racing involvement and He's not getting any money out of the race, but to be there to experience the thrill of winning a feature race at his home track, uh, you know, my hat goes off to him. I, I understand how exciting it is. Yeah, good stuff. Let's talk about the Mavericks and Mischief Makers Adoption event, one of the best names for an event you will ever hear. <laughs> and Andrew, how many greyhounds did the Greyhound Adoption Program adopt out on Saturday in their Mavericks and Mischief Makers event? Yeah, the inaugural Mavericks and Mischief... Mischief geez, it's a mouthful. Mavericks, <laughs> Mavericks and Mischief Makers event. It was held at Seymour on Saturday, and uh, there was about 20-odd greyhounds available for adoption that fit that category, and it was for those greyhounds that were sort of perhaps not as perfect as some of the others <laughs> who might be a little bit hyper or maybe um, they maybe bark a little bit or do a bit of diggings. But there was 12 of those greyhounds that found homes, which is, was a sensational result. A couple hundred people up there at Seymour, another 11 greyhounds actually got adopted on the day, so 23 in, in total. A pretty magnificent effort um, considering that this event was actually thrown together fairly late in the piece. All right, let's go and have a chat to leading trainer Brooke Ennis. It's RSN 927's Off The Leash. And away, Gentle Giant began okay, winning the break, Ice Cool Caden, showing great speed, Sunlit Digger. He'll lead Ice Cool Caden, and then Cooter Gold, Baruga Brett, getting up behind them, the fave Gentle Giant, and then Bear Left and Percy's Empire well back. So striking the lead, the rail, Cooter Gold, grabbed by Baruga Brett. Baruga Brett hit the lead, and Baruga Brett won it by a length, Cooter Gold, third Bear Left, and Ice Cool Caden, a shade unlucky, held up for fourth, then Dagani. Followed then by Gentle Giant, Percy's Empire and suddenly Digger who showed speed dropped out at the end. 19 and 20 for Baruga Brett. Well, group racing heads to Healesville on Sunday afternoon with the Group 3 Healesville Cup set to be run and one. And joining us on the line now is the trainer of Healesville Cup contender, Brooke Ennis. Welcome, Brooke. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Now, Brooke, it's Molly here. You are obviously no stranger to the Hillsville Cup, having prepared the 2014 winner, Size Does Matter, as well as last year's winner, Zin Zan Brooke. Look, do you think Baruga Brett can make it back-to-back Hillsville Cups for you? Um, I, I think it'll be... Look, I think it'll be tough um, to go back-to-back. That's just reality, I think. But, um, look, he's a very different dog to Zin Zan, and, um, you know, Zin Zan had the pace to, to really... You know, put the put himself in the race early, but um, 
Look, I think if he begins well and, and just holds his line, I, I think he'll be there about. I'm, I'm not sure if he can win, but I think he can definitely be in the placing. Now, Brooke, I've just, in this opening segment, tipped Bruger Brett to win the final, so you're not exactly <laughs> filling me with a lot of confidence there. Can you give me something? <laughs> I'm never confident. Uh, come on. He threw his arms up in the air. He wasn't happy. <laughs> Now, Brooke, what yeah. did you make of his cup? What did you make of his cup heat win? I thought it, he hit the line really, really well. Yeah, I thought he was very impressive. Actually, um, you know, he he didn't begin all that well, which sometimes he doesn't. But look, he had to chop and change course throughout the run, and um, to hold his ground the way he did and, and be strong to the end was really impressive. Yeah, it sure was. Now he's drawn box eight in the final. Do you think this is going to suit him? And you better tell us who you think his biggest threat is. <laughs> Look, I think it actually will suit him. Um, you know, if, if anything, there's, there's a lot of speed on the inside of him and, um, you know, hopefully they can just stay out of his way and he can just, you know, keep keep trucking to the line nice and strong. But, um, look, I think it's, it's probably better for him to be there than to be in the middle of all that speed um, just because of the type of dog he is. But, um, look, I probably... I'm not very good at picking winners, but... Um, yeah, I'm not going to put myself in that in that situation. <laughs> <laughs> no, I completely understand. But look, I've been a big fan of this dog. I was really impressed in his Group 1 maturity series um, at the Meadows in July. He showed great field sense and looked really strong when he hit the line in both of these races over 500. So that was the heat and the semi. Are you looking at putting this dog over more ground in the future? I mean, he does have the breeding to be able to run the distance. Um, look, at the moment, there's no immediate plans to, to step him up. He's um, still quite young. He only just turned two at the end of June, I think. So at the moment, we'll just um, we'll keep racing through his grades and, and maybe these country cups. But look, he is bred to, you know, to be able to run a bit of distance. But um, look, as he gets a bit older, if he shows a bit more strength, I can't see why we won't have a go. Now, Brooke, uh, Hillsville is Victoria's only straight track, as you know, and a lot of the listeners would be aware. But from a training perspective, do you train your dogs any different when they're going to go up the straight? Um, look, we, we don't, um, generally because we, um, you know, use Hill, Hillsville quite often anyway, so it's quite prominent to, to our training. Um, look, you know, it's like any race, you, you know, we prepare for these races four to five, even six weeks out, so, um, you know, he's obviously been, he'd been up Hillsville before, um, you know, we, we don't just sit down on the, the week and say, right, we're going to go to the Hillsville Cup each. You know, it's something that was planned for a few weeks. But as I said, you know, we go to Hillsville quite often. So um, really, we don't prepare them any differently to, to any other race. Interestingly, looking back at your previous two Hillsville Cup winners in Zanbrook and Size Does Matter, they had had previous form racing at Hillsville. Baruga Brett hadn't, but you did mention he's obviously trialed there. The fact he hadn't raced there though, did that worry you heading into Sunday's heats? No, not really. I'd, I'd, we weren't really concerned. You know, if that was something we were concerned about, we we probably wouldn't race him there, to be honest. So um, you know, as I said, we use Hillsville. He'd been there more than once, if not, you know, if not a handful of times. So we knew that he knew the track. But um, you know, even with Zinzan and Size, you know, they, they had raced up Catalabar, but they would have had the same preparation, you know, as, um, as Baruga Brett, and they would have seen Hillsville numerous times as well before they went there. So, um, you know, we try not to let things like that, you know, worry or even change the way you train. So, um, but that we, we weren't worried at all. And Brooke, just before we let you go, uh, how's the team going overall? And can you leave the listeners with maybe one to follow for the future? 
Yeah, the team's actually keeping along quite nicely at the moment. Um, you know, they're doing well getting into that right time of the year. But um, I think, you know, the, the probably the best, the standout at the moment would be to follow Biala and Shanna. She's um, had a few starts for us now and she's very impressive. So um, keep an eye out for her, I'd say. Good stuff. Brooke, thanks so much for your time as always here on RSN 927. And good luck on uh, Sunday with Baruga Brett. Thank you. It's RSN 927's Off The Leash. Could have a chat to uh, Brooke Ennis, always very giving of her time here on RSN 927, and we thank her and all the trainers and owners and handlers and the like for uh, giving us uh, some of their time here on RSN 927. All right, back to the show. Time for the Watchdog Form Service. Andrew, any winners during the week? Yeah, pretty good day on Sunday, actually. Trent for the Watchdog down at Sandown. Three winners all paid in excess of $3, with the top price one being Swiss Maestro at $3.90. And then at sale on Sunday night, four winners, the top price being McAllister Mac at $5.90, if you don't mind. So very good value there. And for your free form guides and expert selections for all Victoria's 23 Greyhound Race meetings held each and every week, simply Google the Watchdog. Okay, litter of the week, Molly. What have you got for us? Got an El Gran Senor Cloak of Gold litter. Now, this is bred by David Taylor. There were five pups born in the litter, two dogs and three females. They were born on the 26th of the 7th, making them around six weeks old. But what really interested me about this litter is Cloak of Gold. Her Half of her the litter that she's a part of were either running over the middle, middle or staying distance. And I really, really like seeing strength in the females when they're being bred with. It's just, it's fantastic to see. But I did talk to Dave this morning and he said that some of the dogs are for sale. So the, uh, the males will go for around the $5,000 mark, females 4,500. So if you're interested in this litter, because I'm really excited to see what strength they throw when they hit the track, Dave's details will be in the latest issue of the Greyhound Monthly in the in the oh, litter, litter section, I believe it is. Yeah, good stuff. Looking forward, make sure you keep an eye on that one. Gap Dog of the Week, Molly. Maggie. I have a little girl called Maggie. She's nine years old, a black female. She unfortunately missed out on a home at Sunday's Mavericks and Mischief Makers adoption event. I almost stuffed that up. <laughs> <laughs> now, she raced under the name Nira Meg. She had 93 starts. She recorded 11 wins and 20 minor placings. So she was well well performed on the track. The Gap Girls tell me she is calm and likes to live life at a very easy pace. She loves people and relishes love and affection. She's looking for a home as an only dog because she does does like to have her own space at times, which I completely understand. So if you're interested in adopting this beautiful old girl, head to Gap's website, which is gap.grv.org.au. All right, and just before we sign off, we'll uh, give the Hillsville Cup another mention and just recap those taps, uh, t- uh, tips, I should say. Uh, Molly, who are you with? Oh, Zoom Out. Zoom Out from box number five. Currently it's $7 with tab.com.au. Andrew? Yeah, sticking with Hot Jean Trent. Hot Jean from box number six at 5.50 and I'm with uh, Baruga Brett at 6.50. Despite Brooke's uh, severe lack of confidence there, I'm going to stick fat and hopefully uh, Brett gets the job done up at Hillsville on Sunday. Make sure you tune in to RSN 927 for all the action. Uh, James Vandermutt will be heading up the coverage and uh, he loves it up there, doesn't he? I think he's a local. Is he a local? Yeah, he's a local there. So five or ten minutes down the road, he absolutely loves it. Red carpet on arrival and, and all that sort of stuff for James? Yeah, sure is. Good, sure is. Good stuff, guys. Thanks for coming in once again, and uh, we'll do it all again uh, next week. Thanks, Trent. Thank you. 
Want to hear Off The Leash again? It'll be up on iTunes, on Facebook and on the podcast page at rsn.net.au.